Hi, I'm Terry. And I'm Seal. We are so excited about <laughs> launching our podcast called Two Scoops, which is designed to empower you to lead a healthier lifestyle. Each episode will provide helpful tips on reframing your thinking and considering new possibilities for your life. Hey, everybody. So we are back for part two of how moms deal with life challenges. And I'm here with Ashley Kimball. Um, back again with us is Courtney Gendron. And of course, my two scoops partner, Seal Smart. Um, I'm going to shift us into what happens when we are put into new situations. And I would call this one shoved into new situations <laughs> because, you know, change, sometimes we kind of go, I want to change. And then it's voluntary and you can kind of process it and get excited about it. But when you're shoved into the deep end of change and you don't have a lot of control, you really do have to surrender more than normal and you have to pivot and adjust and adapt. And so what I find so amazing about the human spirit is our resiliency. And what happens often is we can become very creative and we can begin to pivot and come up with cool ways of doing new things or maybe doing old things new ways. And so I want to have both of y'all share some things that you are doing that reflect your creativity <laughs> and how you have pivoted your family into these opportunities to experience new things and, and how that has brought joy and how creativity's played a role in that and maybe the importance of it. So that's a big question with three questions embedded. So Ashley, I'll, I'll go to you first if that's okay. Sure. Yeah, that's fine. I guess I'll do, I'll kind of break it up like you did, Terry. But um, so I will say for my for myself, I'll start there, what I'm doing to maintain my own health and sanity. Like Courtney said before, a lot of yoga, a lot of exercising, a lot of walking, um, that is very critical to me. I think even more so than it was before to fit that in every single day, because if I don't, I just hit a breaking point. And I'm so grateful that there are so many opportunities for that now. Terry, your awesome Zoom classes and you know, that um, all those things that are out there that um, make it possible for us to keep going with that part of our lives. I will say too, I've also incorporated a good bit of pausing and meditation. I know you had Jude Johnson on um, in March and I took his mindfulness-based stress reduction class last year. So I've tried to really gather the toolkit that I got from that class with him and use it um, to also teach my kids to some extent about using it also, using breath and taking time and sitting quietly and separating themselves from one another and literally locking them in separate rooms so that they have a break. And, you know, that has been extremely valuable for me personally, but also to try to help them kind of navigate breathing and stopping and taking a moment. And I often hear your voice, Terry, saying to pause <laughs> during the day when I'm about to leave. I'm like, Terry would tell me to pause here. Um, so that's a good reminder for sure. I had to realize that I was no longer an early riser. So that's what I figured out with my routine. I used to wake up at 5 or 6 a.m. and do yoga or go teach a class and I have slept through so many 6 a.m. classes that I've signed up for now that I realize that that's, that's no longer part of my routine. So now I'll generally take a class between 9 and 
the kids are working on their schoolwork at 10 and at 1. Uh, we're cooking our meals together. And then around 3 o'clock, we've all just about had it about being inside. So we'll go out. We'll ride our bikes. We'll walk along our trails. We'll, we'll do something together outside for a little bit, then come back make some dinner and then um, what we've been going through is we've decided that we are going to watch all of the marvel movies in chronological order so <laughs> after dinner <laughs> after dinner we we watch a movie and it's it's really nice uh the project that they, we've decided to work on this week too is they've decided to work on the millennium falcon lego project um that oh, is a cool. seven thousand piece lego set that is ridiculous, but it is taking up my kitchen table. And after dinner, we put on the Marvel movie, we start building Legos, and, and we're good. So that, that's definitely a new routine. That wouldn't have happened before. We would have been doing homework and going to different activities, but we can all sit down and work on Lego together, which I know is my husband's dream. I know he's very happy <laughs> we're doing that. <laughs> and a movie, a Lego movie now, which is just crazy. But, you know, that's that team building, that's that community time, that's not being idle in your mind, doing nothing where you can often settle into ruminating thoughts that can create anxiety. So, you know, your pivots have been, you know, very intentional ones, the Legos. I, I've heard a lot of people say they're doing scrapbooking and they're doing puzzles and they're doing crossword puzzles. And so, and the getting outside as a family and exercising. So, those are um, in the Marvel movies. Can I come over for movie night? Because I am a massive <laughs> Marvel movie fan. Oh, yeah. We're, we're Doctor Strange tonight. I <laughs> I mean, I'm not kidding. I've seen every single one of them. I, and I love them. And, you know, that's another way to kind of create structure, but maybe something that you wouldn't have been doing 30 days ago. Thank you for sharing those creative ideas, and hopefully our listeners were taking those <laughs> good ones. And then I'm going to flip it back to you, Ashley, because I know – you and I've even had a little bit of discussion around some creative things you're, you're doing at dinner time, and and maybe share a little bit like Court did some things that you're doing that are bringing your family together, and maybe in ways that you would have never experienced before. So we have tried to get more creative recently, um, and I think after you know we sort of realized okay this isn't ending anytime soon, um, we started you know brainstorming some fun things to do, and so we did one night fancy dress up dinner and. The kids got to pick whatever fancy outfits they wanted to and my husband put a suit on and I put on a dress the kids they set the table and flowers and candles it was very fun we ordered food and sat down and, and they thought it was really special because they were so involved in setting the table and you know picking their clothes and making it kind of a special thing um, and we ordered food that we wouldn't normally have it was kind of special food it seemed very memorable to them, I think. And they, they're still talking about that. And that was a couple of weeks ago. Last weekend, my husband, my kids love sports, love it. And th that is one thing that they are really missing is organized sports. Last weekend, my husband decided to hold the kids Olympics and <laughs> he created a list of 10 events and took them to a field near our house. Um, and they had to compete in all of the different events that he put together. And then when they came home, we had made little laurel crowns and had medals for them and had a ceremony and put the Olympic song on. And they thought that was really cool. They won in different categories and stuff. So that was a really fun thing. And it took a good chunk of one weekend day. So it was nice because they were really looking forward to it. And it also filled up almost a whole day. So that was, 
It's a win-win. I mean, that sounds like something I want to do. Me too. (laughs) I know. I want to be part of these Olympics. (laughs) Yeah, it was really fun. Um, We also, there's a a local um, farm here that's doing strawberry picking. If you can get a reservation, they have it very limited. So we were fortunate enough to get reservations there one day and go out and pick strawberries. And then um, we delivered them to the doorstep of their grandparents and made strawberry ice cream and, you know, kind of made a day of that as well. So I've been trying to think of things like that that sort of take up a big chunk of time that aren't, you can kind of build on it all day long. So. I think your alter ego is, is truly a teacher's <laughs> ego. Because a lawyer, that's what you mentioned earlier, is your career. But you've adapted quite well. Those are incredibly creative ways to engage and inspire and teach lessons. That sounds like you were born to be a teacher even though you weren't expecting to be one. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe, well, maybe a different, different life. Who knows? <laughs> one other thing that I kind of meant to mention during my own healthy routine, but I think dovetails really nicely into this as well, is I know people, you know, Zoom has become such a big deal and FaceTime and all of that stuff. And I feel really fortunate that we have that at our disposal so easily because I have really leaned on that with friendships setting up, we have a weekly Zoom call that tonight actually is our sixth sixth one with a group of um, old close girlfriends. And we've, you know, talked about everything from skincare to suicide on that call. <laughs> Six weeks of like true, just getting it all out there. And my, my friends here who I, who I really glean ideas from and lean on to say, I'm having a terrible day, or this is such a great idea. Everyone should do this, or here's this great resource it's neat to see that in this time of uncertainty and isolation that we really can lean on our friends and share information with each other and share the experience, even if we can't be together. Celia and I talk about that all the time. Mm -hmm. It's just the importance of community and how we can feel isolated and that no one needs to really stay in that place And I think sometimes people feel like they're going to be a burden or they're being weak if they reach out. And it's just the opposite. It takes a lot of strength to reach out and to give yourself compassion. And people, our natural nature is to support and love and help one another. And so often we are giving someone that is, that, that perhaps could help us the greatest gift because we really do as human beings love to support. So it's just a great, just a great demonstration of how powerful just through what you shared, Ashley, that sense of community and having, you know, people in your foxhole with you. So I'm glad you pointed that out because that's a big theme often with our podcast. I think we have this number six question. (laughs) We do. So, well, and I feel like that a lot of this were kind of, this is kind of staring into that. You're probably touching on some of it, but going into what has brought you the greatest joy during this time. I feel like you, like I said, you've just already kind of touched on that a little bit. Let's dive a little deeper. Like what's, what's the joy and Courtney, I'll start with you on this one. Um, I would say the joy is not feeling rushed. I was so used to feeling rushed that, you know, getting up and taking kids to school and doing this and going here and working and just, non-stop constantly moving and moving and moving and it's so it's so nice not to have to feel that way right now it's really nice to get to say 
you know, I, I should go to the grocery store today, but if I go tomorrow, it's okay. It's not the end of the world. And it's really nice to not be rushed. I did want to also mention one other thing um, that really brings me joy. In my house, we have Pinterest Fail Tuesday. <laughs> uh, where we <laughs> where we uh, we find something on Pinterest that we think we can do and we really can't do it. There is not an artsy crafts person in this house, uh, so we try. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and and every Tuesday we we miserably fail. Uh, we were going to attempt to make paper this week, but we all kind of agreed that that was a silly project and we weren't going to do it. So <laughs> next week we'll try tie dye. <laughs> You know, perfection is an illusion, and it is the inspired attempt, which is where you get credit, and the A's truly live. So Pinterest is helping you guys raise your vibration. It is. <laughs> and, that, and those are the things that are that do bring us joy, that make us laugh. Right. What about you? What, what, what's going on with, I know that you, you just shared a little bit about, you know, um, the joy of talking to your friends and all that, but what other, what other things are going on? in your household? I would say exactly what Courtney said, that, that being less scheduled, what has been a blessing that I don't think I know, knew that I needed to take a break from all that we had going on. We had just, I now realized probably more than we needed to have going on. That has been a real luxury. And um, I think out of that, my other greatest joy is seeing the bond that has been created between my kids. They've always been close, but, um, you know, it's them. They're in it every day. I'm sure, you know, everyone's kids, it's kind of the same thing. Like they are built in best friends at this point and seeing how they create their own world together and these, you know, inside jokes that they have and their, you know, their, just their bond has become so strong. And even when we do separate them and lock them in separate rooms, it's like they still want to get out and hang out with each other. So um, that has been a great joy for me is seeing that blossom more than it has ever before. Mm, that's beautiful. That's awesome. I was going to say that's awesome. I, I know from even just my household. So I have my son's 20 and it's me, my husband and, and Jonathan. And even for us, because of everything slowing down, we have more time together, more concentrated time to have like more in-depth conversation instead of it just being like somebody, jump, you know, running in, getting something to eat and then bolting. Uh, and then Courtney, what you said about sleeping in in the morning, like not being an early riser and adjusting to that. Like it's just those things that are, that bring, that bring total joy. And then I, uh, my lap, my thing. So you guys do Pinterest and um, the Olympics and mine has been as silly as it is TikTok. Uh, I was never a TikTok person <laughs> ever. I never used it. I never really got on there and somebody challenged me to learn um, a dance and it takes time to learn that. Normally I don't have time to do anything like that. And so I've had a couple fun times with that and that's kind of, and that's what's brought me joy is just that little simple, you know, silly things, I think. Seal's been getting her swag on, on TikTok. <laughs> and I've I actually tried Terry. to get my swag on too. And I'm like, I've been watching this one dance that you did. And I'm like, I've got to get my hips to roll like that. <laughs> you know, it just gets us outside of our comfort zone. Makes us giggle. And it's the silly these, thing. All these new the things. Stuff. I know. Yes. It's, the, it's the joy factor in it. Where is the joy? <laughs> so wrapping it up, what is the most valuable lesson that you've learned? about yourself in this period of time that we're all all experiencing that you want to make sure you hang on to and you take it back and it becomes part of your 
behavior. Courtney, how about you? I'll start with you oh. on that one. Okay. I think what I've learned is uh, to be more aware and to listen. Uh, seeing the full evolution of my kids' fights, I realize that they're not all straightforward. So watching my son, my 12-year-old go and see that he has all of this math schoolwork, he kind of freaks out. Um, he has a moment and then he lashes out at his little brother. I can see that entire situation. I can mm -hmm. sit down and talk with him about it. And before, I would have been so quick to react to say that the 12 year old was in the wrong, he needs to go to his room. And just realizing that he's facing this trauma, figuring this new situation out too. So instead of yelling at him, just kind of sit back, give him some grace, work on my own compassion hopefully teaching him to have compassion. Um, so that's, that's really one of the lessons that I hope to take from this. So once we get back to some sort of new normal, that I remember that it's always good to pause, to have that compassion, to listen, and to really just be there for him. So I'm gonna repeat back, because um, I wanna make sure everybody hears you clearly, is the ability to pause and I'll use one of our words to process. And in that processing, looking at the big picture and having more compassion and maybe moving um, with greater intention and maybe with more, the word gentle comes to mind and, and grace. So um, thanks for sharing that, Courtney. Yeah, how about you, Ashley? Um, I would say most valuable lesson, slowing down is a good thing, be it, slowing down once quote unquote normal life resumes and maybe taking a few things off of our plates to be able to have more time together at home. I think that is something that I have learned in spades the past, you know, six weeks, maintaining friendships with people through all parts of your life, I think is just so valuable because you draw on those in different times that you need them. And um, it's really beautiful to have them there. And I think my final lesson would be to just give, as you were saying, Carrie, give myself some grace. I saw this great New Yorker cartoon. Maybe everyone saw it this, I think it was this week. And it's a man in a rowboat out at sea with a huge storm raging. And the, the quote or the tagline on the cartoon says, oh good, this is the perfect time to work on my novel. And I thought it was so perfect because it, you know, it's like, no, you know, do, <laughs> you don't have to put that on yourself. Like, oh, I have to finish a novel during, you know, quarantine time. Sometimes just resolving fights peacefully between your kids <laughs> and making dinner that everyone eats is a big win. Victory. So oh, yeah. Yeah. Lowering, lowering my own expectations of what I should be doing has been helpful. Yeah taking that pressure off and you know, as parents we all model behavior that our kids adapt and so you mentioned earlier Ashley about more self-awareness because how you react and your energy influences the household and you know we are like the central nervous system of a family sometimes as moms and so how can I 
govern my own behavior and be more mindful so that the energy that I'm giving out sets this beautiful tone in the home. And of course that sounds lovely and fabulous and it's not always possible, but at least we can try by pausing more to get grounded in our own lives and maybe have a little bit calmer energy to share with others. And the self-care piece, you know, the more full we are, oxygen ourselves first, and then more energy to, to, to serve others. So yeah, thank you guys so much for this creative and powerful conversation. And we, we always end before our two scoops, and Seal's gonna give hers and I'll give mine, but we always end by asking this really, really important question. And so Courtney, I'll start with you. What is your favorite kind of ice cream? Chocolate chip cookie dough, hands down. Yeah. <laughs> hands down. Hands down, chocolate chip cookie dough. During my pregnancy, I didn't miss wine. I missed chocolate chip cookie dough. Ice <laughs> that's a pretty big statement. That's a pretty yes. big statement. That's hilarious. Ashley, how about you? My absolute favorite is from a particular ice cream shop in Florida called the Candy Kitchen that has been there since the 1950s, <laughs> and they make run, rum raisin, traditional rum raisin ice cream. It is on my deathbed if I get a <laughs> for something that is my dessert it's rum raisin ice cream from the candy kitchen all right we got that on the podcast <laughs> yes that's awesome. I will make sure he hears that <laughs> I think that I think that's the most creative and unique flavor we've heard yet that is that is you know chocolate seems to be the big winner but the rum raisin, I mean, <laughs> that, that might take it now. started popping on that one. I don't know if it was the rum or the raisins that got it going, but maybe it was a combination. So uh, it's always fun, right? I mean, where can we land mm -hmm. in decadence and not feel guilt? For God's sake, it's got to be ice cream every once in a while, right? Too short, too short to limit ice cream. So, Seal, if you had to, to pick your two scoops of this podcast, what would they be? I would say the importance of taking a break when you need it and allowing yourself to breathe and that it's okay to do that. So if you want to call that pause, um, if you just want to call it a break, <laughs> time, out. <laughs> time out, I need to go. Oh, like I need, take to, me away. Right. <laughs> I need to go to the attic. I need to go outside the for basement, a walk. Right. <laughs> forever. Uh, I think that's what I would consider that one. And then, the other scoop is the creativity that's that's flowing. Like when you're put in a position where basically you feel like you're in a box, like with four walls and you've got to figure out how to create something out of nothing. So I think that that's been, it's really interesting to hear everybody's creativity come to life and probably dive And We probably all are finding that we're more creative than we even realized. And some people that don't think they're creative find that they have a little bit of creativity in them. So I think it's really cool. Very nice. So for me, I mean, there were so many great scoops of information shared and creativity to your point, Seal. I think for me, I heard the thread of the importance of connection and compassion for self and others. And I can never call it down to two. So I'm just going with three. <laughs> it's the importance of not rushing, not mm -hmm rushing and that kind of compliments seal your pause and so that concludes this rich dialogue around how to maintain sanity from two incredibly brilliant women who have shared a lot of great advice so hopefully y'all heard some things that you can integrate into your own life and maybe some things that have touched you on a personal level that um, maybe remind you how important it is that 
your life's important. So to pause to take care of you. And Asil, how can people find us? That's right. You can find us on social media. We are on Facebook and Instagram under at Two Scoops of Inspiration. And then you can also reach out to us uh, by email if you have questions or if you have ideas for podcasts. Feel free to reach out to us, two scoops of inspiration at gmail.com. I love it. <laughs> All right. We are two scoops of inspiration, Terry and Seal. Signing off.